welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Burzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. Oh boy, we got a good one today. (laughs) All right, we've got Joy Farley on uh, the podcast today. And Joy's a real estate broker in Charlotte, and she actually specializes in new construction. And so she does that. And then she also has like the most amazing social media presence. You can find her on at Jump for Joy, Jump for Pure Joy on Instagram and um, TikTok. But Joy, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about our conversation. Oh, we're going to get into it. So Joy and I met at an event at the People's Market a few weeks back through a mutual friend, Meredith Dean, who helps with my social media consulting uh, with the Dean's List. And Joy uh, Joy and I were instantly like head to head talking about this big conversation about dating in Charlotte and what she has been finding and all of her um, ideas around the difficulty and expectations around everything. And then we started talking about just now. And I said, let's start recording. <laughs> so record. this is the real key, the real, we tea. are doing it. We're doing it. So Joy, how, tell us kind of your backstory. How old are you? Have you been married before? So I am 33. I'll be 34 in October, mm-hmm. never married and no kids that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, okay. What 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 are we talking about today? Let's let's throw it out there. We can talk about all of it. I think yeah. I think a lot of people approach me sometimes and they're like, why are you single? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a heavy question where you're like, well, I sometimes ask myself the same questions, but then mm-hmm. I also go out into the wild, you know, and see what's around. And then I'm very just underwhelmed more, more times than not for a myriad of reasons. I think, I don't know if it's just today's day and age. I don't know if it's the pandemic that it had a huge effect on a lot of people, their personalities, people not wanting to like be seen. I don't know. Um, but I think, especially in this city, people are just very flippant, very casual, and if, if you can't dive deep, you know, I always tell people like, I'm an old soul. I love mm-hmm. to have just real conversations and really get mm-hmm. to know people. But I think when you deal with a lot of surface level, um, not looking for anything serious kind of people, it's just a huge turnoff. And then it kind of makes you just not want to try anymore. Understood. And I've heard this before from many of my clients. So you you saw you have seen a marked difference between pre-pandemic and post-pandemic and the way that people are behaving out and about and also in the way that they're communicating I think it's a mixture of yeah I would say the pandemic had a huge effect I've run into people who are personal friends of mine right that their personalities kind of really shifted with this when you just get used to being by yourself Mm. and not going out and I think left to our own devices, we do the bare minimum. 
Mm -hmm. know, if no one's holding you accountable, no one's calling you higher, nobody is expecting anything out of you, right? Mm -hmm. Then you just kind of melt into your couch and you don't really do anything. And depending on what you're looking for in a relationship, especially those kinds of things become really unattractive if you're trying to pull in, you know, an interested party to be like, wow, like we have a lot in common. Well, I don't have a lot in common with any of those things. Yes. And so I think it's just really hard sometimes to be like, well, are we looking in the same direction? Are you even on the same page? And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, is it worth the difference of your time to even pursue something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Tell us this. Tell us a little bit about your relationship history. So I would say I've been primarily happily single for probably longer than I've been in relationships. And people okay. always like, Joy, what's, what's your deal? Like, do you just like, not like dating? Or are you not out and about? If you know me, like I'm always outside. Yes, like, you are. Always outside. Yes. <laughs> you follow me around for two seconds. It's like, my little brother cracks me up sometimes. He's like, just watching your life is kind of exhausting to me. You know, you're always <laughs> going out and about. But you sometimes are. I find that, especially in relationships, I mean, I was in a long-term relationship in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in a couple of relationships, you know, post-college. I think the pandemic, that's been three years. I didn't date mm-hmm. anybody during the pandemic. Yeah. That's three years of time that it has just like elapsed. Yes. But I also find that most people are either a couple of things intimidated by me, which I've heard. This is just like honest feedback. Okay. Um, or they assume that I'm in a relationship. So they don't even like mm-hmm. approach me. Which why, is why do you think? Yeah, that is interesting. Why do you think <laughs> people think you're intimidating? Uh, well, I'm six one. I used yeah. to think that it was just my height, um, which I'm very confident in. I'm oh, yeah. heels, like yeah. I'm totally comfortable with who I am, Yes, but you'd run into a lot of guys who either are intimidated by, you know, not being taller or assume mm-hmm. that like, I need someone who's like nine feet tall for me to feel like secure in me, <laughs> which is so weird. Would you date um, shorter, Joy? Yeah, I've dated guys that are shorter or okay. like maybe a little bit shorter. I mean, my, my boyfriend in college was seven one. He was a college basketball player. Okay. Um, it was hilarious walking around town being like, wow, I'm six one. You're a whole foot taller than me. You yeah. know, with all yeah. this topic of conversation. Um, but since then, like, you know, guys that are my height, maybe a little shorter, I'm not bothered by that. You know, okay, I think good. it's mainly men who are like, oh, well, she's taller. And like, I don't. I never, I don't know where I fit into that equation, you know, mm-hmm. or people have preconceived notions of what I prefer and no one's even asked yeah. me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So if a very confident five foot 10 man was really interested in you, treated you right, communicated properly, did all the right things, would you be like, okay, absolutely. I always tell okay. people when it comes to height, for me, at least, I think you can talk to any tall woman and mm-hmm. be like, if height is a constant point of conversation, that's going to get old really fast. Yeah. You know, the tall jokes, the, you know, oh my gosh, the in- the insecurities that start coming out in them of, oh, you know, wishing they could be taller or wishing that you didn't wear heels or you didn't wish that you didn't show up fully as yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at the end of the day, when life goes left and not right, your height is going to be the last thing that you're going to care about. A hundred percent. I agree. So I am very confident and just, I'm like, I'm not getting any shorter. So mm-hmm. what do you have to do? 
Yes. Uh, but I think if, if you ran into the right person that does all of the right things and mm-hmm. is a perfect match for you, then mm-hmm. I don't think height should be a part of the equation to move forward or eliminate somebody. I love what you're saying because I cannot tell you how many times a woman who is like five, two, five, three, five, four saying they want a guy who's six foot or taller. Foot. Give me if a you're break. Five, ten, like, don't talk to me. Like, yeah. It's hilarious. Why? Most, most times than not, you don't run into the opposite saying, Hey, if you're taller, does it matter if he's not as tall or, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest when I, you know, was an athlete, I was always around athletes. My brothers are tall. My dad's six, six, you know, mm-hmm. you run into just, just those are the people you find yourself around. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but I feel like now being a professional, you're not in college anymore. You're not in high school anymore. You're not yeah. a jock yep. <laughs> and you don't run into people every day who are six, four, six, five, six, mm-hmm. seven. So I think by default, I became like a heightist. I was like, oh, mm. if you're not like six, five, then like, why are you even here? Mm. Um, and now you run into so many great people. And the last thing that I think at the end of the day should matter if it's a true connection yeah. is who's taller than who, or who's seeing eye to eye or not so much. Perfect. I love it. What kind of athlete were you in college? Um, I played volleyball in high school. I played, you know, basketball and softball. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I always have just been like, well, I want to stay active even after college, you know, everyone's like, People come to my office now. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, I get up from my desk and I'm like, did you play basketball? It's the right. easiest. It is the easiest icebreaker you'll ever yeah. run into because you don't even have to like do anything other than you know stand up. And people are like, oh my gosh! Like, tell right. me your whole story. <laughs> so you don't mind it when people ask you that kind of thing? No, I think okay. it's just. Good. I think people are just naturally curious. Yeah, you know, good. if you take offense to the small things, if anything it's the easiest icebreaker ever. You know, you'll yeah. be at a restaurant or something and you stand up and be like, Oh my gosh, I didn't think, I didn't realize you were so tall. And I'm like, what a pleasant surprise. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> you just don't run into, I mean, you don't run into tall. I mean, the average American female is yep. like five, four. Yeah. You know, if you see anybody over like five, eight and you're like, wow, you're so tall. Exactly. And, and the average height of an American man is five foot nine. Is it really? Yes. So no. that's the disconnect right there. For exceptional. All these women that I, want I know for the exceptional. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about what you, more about what you're seeing, because I know there's a lot of frustration. I've talked to a lot of your friends about this as well. How are men, so let's talk hetero, heterosexual relationships. How are men not showing up right now in a meaningful way? What are they doing? What are you saying? Oh, that's a great question. I, it's so loaded. I find that either men aren't really looking necessarily, just kind of like I tell people all the time, I'm not looking, but I'm also not hiding either. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of this balance between maybe the way the casualness of relationships for some, maybe people aren't really looking to be in a serious relationship. So they come mm-hmm. off very just blase about everything. Right. You know, this kind of, you know, surface level, don't want to get too close because for whatever reason, and then before you know it, you're like, it's not meaningful. Mm-hmm. You're not showing up in a meaningful way at all. Cause I don't take you seriously. You right. end up honestly, either being just a great connection or, you know, sometimes you meet great guys at the wrong time. 
And right. I think that's been a consistent theme I know for me in my life. But when you talk about showing up in a meaningful way, I just right. don't see men pursuing anything. It's kind of like, oh, well, they'll just come to me. Or, right. you know, if you're, I mean, I'm not on the online dating scene. People think mm-hmm. I'm crazy. They're like, where are you going to meet anybody? <laughs> Someone right. going to bring into your house? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, I don't see men truly pursuing women in any kind of meaningful way because it's just so casual. Perfect. So let's take an example of somebody that you recently tried to date and how they didn't show up and how they could have. Let's let's play it out that way. What could they have done to make you feel special? I feel like the folks that I have been in communication with, um, yes. you know, was never necessarily like, hey, we're pursuing some kind of dating relationship. Right. You know, at the end of the day, great guy wrong state we're not even in the same place and so that became I think the biggest thing for us of like hey like you're an amazing human like Mm -hmm. the whole nine yards like you check all the boxes there's Mm -hmm. just no way that this is ever going to work because we're in the wrong location you know yes completely set in like our careers and just completely um mismatched in that way yep um but I wouldn't even say honestly that I've even been looking to date anybody recently here in Charlotte um it's weird it's like sometimes being local Mm -hmm. complicates things to be like oh well if you're always around but then you talk about like a great person that you have a great connection with that is not in the same place and you look at life very differently when you're like well well, would I be, would I be willing to compromise or move or do all these right. other things? And like, when I am honest with myself, the answer that always comes back is no. It's mm. kind of like, well, am I willing to uproot my life and put it somewhere else and for somebody right now? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes for me being like, well, am I just being selfish or am I just really just being honest with myself? Right. You know, you meet a great person. Okay. Well, is one great person worth changing everything in your life for Mm -hmm. um and I don't know I think that's just sometimes the biggest struggle I think for me is you know either finding someone that's here with the frustrations Mm -hmm. I think all of us see here in Charlotte right (laughs) um or you know finding that right person and making it something worth making it work yeah now the struggle I'm hearing you talk negatively about sort of the dating scene in Charlotte. And are you referring to the people that you meet when you're out and about mainly when you say that? Mm -hmm. So the guys that you probably want to be meeting are probably at home. They're probably, I don't know where they are. Where are they? Where are they, Lori? Are (laughs) Are they they hanging out? out? Are they hanging out on their couches? Like you were talking about earlier, like not, maybe they're not extroverted. Maybe they're not hitting the scene. They're not going after it. Maybe they're and online I also, dating. I also give, I also give some grace to, you know, maybe those are people that you meet out, but mm-hmm. maybe every, you might have great people just like, I feel like I'm a great catch, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, where, where are you meeting these people? You know, right. are you going to meet, are you gonna meet the same caliber of person just out and about, or do you have people who are working or Mm -hmm. own a business or are doing other things that might be great people, but I mean, I'm not online dating. So when I run into a lot of people who 
are like, oh my gosh, I've been on 37 hinge dates this week. Mm. And I'm like, how do one do you even make time for this? <laughs> and two, you know, did anything come of it? I mean, I, I got dared to make an online profile. Um, it was like Bumble and um, Hinge, like a couple, almost like a year and a half ago, maybe. And okay. that was probably prior to the pandemic. Gosh, time is like evaporating yes. before our eyes. 100%. But I, I literally was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Okay. So I made a profile. I did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was exhausting. Being yeah. Like just swiping through people. And then it just mm-hmm. became very superficial. Like, mm, well, people put their height on there or, you know, their comments about like random things or their political mm-hmm. views or yeah. where they stand on certain things. And just like, this is like, you wake up with a bunch of messages or, a bunch of matches or not matches, or you're like, I can't even find one person that I would even consider staying time with. So I did go mm-hmm. on a couple of hand dates. Okay. Um, and of course, like you have a, a great time. You're like, okay, well maybe, maybe this is not so bad. And then you end up with someone who's like completely like a ghost you, yeah. you know? And you're like, this is ridiculous. We're all grown at this point. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I'm like, um, I've always been really mature. But I'm like, at this point, I'm in my 30s and you have people who just can't communicate. So if you go on one date with somebody you and they're not interested, you want them to say to you, hey, listen, I enjoyed meeting you, but I'm not finding it to be a match. You'd rather hear that rather than just not. One thousand Okay. I just think that anything in life, like if it's not your vibe, it's not something you want to pursue, Mm -hmm. to at least have the decency to be like, hey, like thank you for your time. You know, I don't feel like this is good, like a great connection for the two mm-hmm. of us, or maybe you end up meeting a great person, but might not be like a romantic match. Okay. You know, there's no, no harm, no foul with that. Not everybody's going to be your person. Yeah. Because some people are like, yeah, I'd rather just not hear anything if it's just one date. Yeah. No, no well, need. I mean, like- Cause they might be feeling the same way. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks buddy. Thanks for letting me know you weren't interested. <laughs> I wasn't interested either. Thanks for nothing. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. But I just okay. think that if you can't, if that's the start of a relationship mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. start of something and you're already starting off on, we can't communicate, you know, effectively, then again, that just shows the level of maturity or where someone's at. I wouldn't ghost you. <laughs> be like, Hey, yeah. I had a great time. You know, don't think we're a, a great romantic fit, but you know, wish you all the best. So did you respond in that way to anyone after a first date oh one like i think the handful of hinge dates that i went on like none of them were a match with the exception of like one we had a great time um and literally we were messaging prior ended up going on our first date and then had a great time and then it was like hey you know let's set something up for, you know, that week or whatnot. And literally goes, do you think you just like fell off the face of the earth right. versus just saying, Hey, like we had a great time. That was like undeniable. You can have a great time with people without it being like, you know, well, we're not a good, we're not a good dating yeah. match. Yeah. And people are mature s- enough to say yeah. like, yes, we can hang out again. I'm just right. not interested in dating you. Right. That I understand. And then with the other guys that you weren't interested in, did you reach out to them and be like, Hey, listen, I enjoyed meeting you, but I'm not feeling a match. Or did you kind of wait on them to get to you? And then you told them. I don't know. But I shut that down real fast. You just <laughs> let them like, know. 
Hey, yeah. I think I think some things you just can't manufacture. Yeah. We're like either you're not who you portrayed yourself to be online, which I think yeah. is commonplace. Mm-hmm. Um everybody can be a hero behind their their keyboard find witty yeah. things to say you're like oh he's funny ah. yeah and then you actually spend time with each other and you're like mm, not the same at all yeah. yeah and sometimes i don't know people do tell me hey the way that you show up online is exactly how you show up in our lives and i never mm-hmm. really understood why that was such a big deal until yeah. it's the opposite where the yeah. people show up online is the very opposite in el contraire how they show up in yes. real life yeah and yeah, yeah. Just like, it's not a vibe it's not for me so um what is to you what is the the do you have like a template of what you normally say to people like what what is the verbiage you use to sort of shut it down just like when people ask me if I have a social media strategy, I'm like, no, I just speak from the heart. <laughs> yeah. Do you just say I'm not feeling I just, it? I just or... think, and it doesn't have to be some cookie cutter auto-generated response. Right. Just one. I think it could be very genuine saying, hey, like we had a great time, you know, but unfortunately I don't, I don't intend to pursue anything out of this outside of friendship. Good. You know, it's almost the, it's almost the gracious decline. You know, sometimes yeah. you get invited to things and you can't say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. My mom taught me this. It's called the gracious decline. You basically say, thank you so much for your time. Cause when we're changing our time, you can make more money. You can do a whole lot of things. You can't get your time back. That's right. So when you thank people for their time saying, Hey, thank you so much for your time. You know, whether you're getting invited to something or having to turn down something mm-hmm. or someone, you right. know, um, I typically say, Hey, thanks for your time. I really appreciated, you know, what fill in blank, whatever conversation or whatever came up that was impactful, you know, but if I'm being honest, I don't see anything coming of you and I to be very specific, not just anybody, you and me. Yes. I don't see anything outside of pursuing this as a friendship, or even if that's not even the case being like, Hey, wish you the best on, on the scene, but right it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. And then, do you normally approach people when you're out and about, or do you wait for them to approach you? Um, probably it's a mix. Okay. You know, I find, and it goes back to being like, I think genuinely most women want to be pursued. Mm-hmm. And I think for some, for some men who are like, Oh, these alpha females out here, you know, being like, I see it. I like it. I want it. I bought it on the dating scene, like who are, I just, I don't go out looking for men. Right. No. I mean, there's been a few times where you're like, oh, you strike up a conversation or something, but it's not like, hey, I'm going to pick you up and, you know, we're going to have a great life together. No. Right. But I also find that there's a way that you can approach a woman without being like, sleazy or just blatantly just like disrespectful I always okay. tell people I'm, like, I'm, I'm offended when I'm not offended that like gas stations or being out and about you know right I remember um one of my exes being like gosh it really does take a lot to be with someone who is fully themselves you know going here going there I mean people just say the craziest things like you'd be walking down the side of the street minding your own business and people will come at you with all kinds of stuff and I think sometimes it's either like you're always going to want to (laughs) fight 
Yeah. (laughs) Like either you're always going to be in like fight mode or you've got to be secure enough in yourself to be like, she's not interested in you clearly, you know? Yeah. So I think it goes both ways. If, if you have something that catches your eye, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of like, if you see something and someone always say it, you know, when Mm -hmm. people approach you at the, like at Target or wherever, and they give you a genuine compliment, like don't just pat people on the head and send them off, you know, just to be like, Hey, thank you. Or you strike up a conversation, but nothing ever serious comes from those things. So when my friends tell me, Oh yeah, like I met my husband, like on a plane, on a train, you know, at the grocery store, I'm like, where do y'all shop? <laughs> I, need, I need to know. <laughs> do I need to fly Delta more often? I'm confused. <laughs> uh, really, my girlfriend and I went on, um, we have worked out together for years. Great friends from high school. Literally met like her husband on a flight to California in the middle of the pandemic. Oh and I'm God. like, how does this happen? Maybe just, you know, divine appointments. I don't know. Did they take their masks off or? Apparently she like, I had just gotten a chemical peel. Um, <laughs> not even like my tip top shelf, but I guess you, you run into the right people and the surface level really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you really meet someone who sees you, not mm-hmm. just on the outside, but sees you in my heart of hearts. I really feel like we're all looking for home, you know, and sometimes mm. that's other people, but I do find that if you know who you are, I think that's the biggest disconnect a lot of times between me and others is like these people who don't know who they are or know who they're not. I think those are both very valuable pieces of you know, information, especially when you're getting to know somebody. It's kind of like, I don't know, I'm just existing, you know? And I'm like, Jan, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? I wanna know what keeps you up at night. <laughs> So you get into the deep conversations early on to really I mean, peel back the layers. You can really get to know people by either what they're driven by, um, the things that light them up, the things that keep them up at night, you know, their relationships with their family and mm-hmm. the things that they enjoy doing outside of work. You know, we can all sit here, you, you know, I'm pretty sure every time you go out you know, whether it's a social event, the first thing that comes up is, oh, what do you do? It's like, for fun, for right. I keep my lights on, what do you mean? Like, what do, what do I do? You know, and I think most people are just, they go to work, they come home, they go to work, they come home. And then we all just become very robotic and like, oh, what would I even do if I was going to take you somewhere? Like, I never go outside. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just kind of like, okay, well, we're clearly, and I realize that I'm very different when it comes to, I love exploring new things. I love being the new kid. Um, I love trying things for the first time, you know, even if it's not something I would do again, being like, oh, I've never been here. I've never done this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are more so, they like the comfort of routine or yes. um, familiarity in yes. some way and so going in exploring and trying new things or doing things for the first time that you're not completely sure that you're going to be good at mm-hmm. you know like I don't think I even want to try that is gonna so I think novelty to me is kind of I don't know just is the spice of life where I could be like hey I love meeting new people I love going new places and finding someone who's willing to be adventurous and you know, get out of their comfort zone, I think is really what brings us all to life. 
Mm. but you got to be willing to be like, oh, I'm not dragging you around either. That's another thing being like, yes, I don't want to like, my parents are complete opposites. My mom is the social butterfly. My dad is very reserved and like, Hey, you go have fun. Like, I don't feel any type of way. Like you're not leaving me behind. Like I'll have a great time by myself. (laughs) Welcome Um, to my world. (laughs) Yeah. And I think you have to have enough things in common, I would say to have a connection, but enough Mm -hmm. things that, um, where you're different to see a different point of view or to see the other side of the coin. Cause it's completely opposite to how your brain works or how you show up. Um, but finding that even balance, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't want anybody like, that's going to be feel like they're going like, to be like stuck under, you know, doing what I want to do all the time or that they don't want to go do things. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to like drag them around, you know? No. You definitely don't want to drag them around. And what, what you need, I said that facetiously, you know, welcome to my world, but you know, sometimes people are, they're not those people. They're more introverted. They're more home, home bodies. As long as the engagement in the home is interesting and fascinating, it can, it can be okay for the extroverts that are in a relationship with the introvert or even, you know, people with different energies and whatnot, but you know, that, that that homebody time. Cause really, I mean, most of the time a couple is at home, you know, for the most part, well, maybe not in your world, Joy, but <laughs> for most like, people, I'm rarely at home, but when yeah. I am home, I want peace in my home. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Um, but once you sort of get settled into a relationship, oftentimes people are not going out every night together. Yeah. That's more of a single lifestyle thing for most people. And then if a kid comes into the picture, forget about it. You're forget you're about that. Yeah. So you need to, yeah, you got there. You need to be able to create things at home that are exciting. And then it could be kind of more mellow stuff, but how engaging is the conversation and how intellectual is the other person and how's the sense of humor and blah, 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 blah. Um, this is so interesting. You were so dynamic. I'll, I'll tell you that the first time I met you, I was so intrigued about you. You were so bubbly, creative, open-minded. You look, you're stunningly gorgeous. You are down to earth. You were engaging to talk to. You told me about your family and about your mom and how cool she is, like you just did just now. And I'm sure your dad is too, obviously, and your family. I mean, I think that those are all incredible qualities to be able to give to a relationship and, you know, obviously to receive back. So you're like the full package, Joy. I mean, I think so too. However, you're like, no, but like my biggest fear, honestly, sometimes in life is to be like, would I be willing to trade all of these great things that I have now Mm -hmm. for either said, not, I don't even, couldn't even see myself doing that of like settling for just being in a relationship. I think a Mm -hmm. lot of my friends, people that are in their Mm thirties who desperately will do anything just to like be in a relationship for like the sake of just being in a relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want people to sell themselves short of saying, Hey, like enjoy your single life until that status changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if you're going to sit on the sidelines, watching life go by Mm -hmm. waiting for someone that may or may not ever show up for you and you're not truly living for everything that you bring to the table and not worrying about, you know, someone changing your last name, if that ever is like a thing or, um, 
staying stuck in like the sadness of sin. some people are like single and sad and single mm. and lonely and yep. they're desperately wanting to do anything to like be in a relationship so they'll just take anybody yeah and i think us as women have got to get to a place of like no like you've got to be okay with you like mm. no matter what your relationship status is like i don't feel any type of way when people are like oh you're single and i'm like happily happily single it's that's like a right thing. you can be yes. happily single um, don't feel bad for me. I am living my very best life. Oh yeah. Um, but I do find that for those who are dating with the intention of marriage, mm-hmm. and I haven't really, you know, figured that out for myself either. Being like, is that even a desire of my heart to mm-hmm. be married and you know play house with somebody? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but what I do know is that you can enjoy where your feet are at right here, right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go enjoy your singleness for the season that it is, because that's always something to change. You can meet someone tomorrow on an airplane, like my girlfriend did. And, you you know, her whole life changed in two years, like literally met her husband on this, on this flight. They like their first date was, um, like a, what his sister's wedding, like, Hey, you want to crash the wedding together? You know, that's just like who they are. Um, and literally we're engaged, married and had a kid in two years. Wow. So it's kind of like life can accelerate really fast Mm -hmm. when you find the right person, you know, like, I feel like I have, you know, in my, in my bio, I sent you, I was like, Hey, people call me the friend collector. You know, some people collect jewelry or witty mugs or whatever and it's like I can find a friend wherever I go but that doesn't mean that every person you meet and can instantly connect with I think that's just my god-given gift of just meeting people and feeling like I mean we've met what we met one time you know and out and about and then before we know it, we're like we're connected I'm like I feel like I've known Lori for my whole life 100 percent but when you have that kind of energy that gives it's not just like yeah. oh, well tell me all about you and I'm not gonna like those are the worst where you're like, tell me all about like all about you. And then you're not willing to, you know, reciprocate. Hey, well, I want to get to know you too. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, not willing to share, you know? Yeah. But when you meet people, you can easily connect with them, but it doesn't have to be a romantic connection. It doesn't have to turn into anything like, oh, I think I met my person or who knows, maybe you just found another great friend. But I think if you're out and about searching for things to fit in a certain box, it usually never shows up with that way anyway. Sometimes like, hey, like you were, you ended up like dating your best friend. You didn't, you know, you're like, hey, we were friends for years and, you know, or someone you weren't interested in at all. And then something changes, you know, but to enjoy your singleness, there's nothing, there's nothing better than enjoying where your feet are at, not thinking that you're deficient or lacking in any way and just full, fully show up to life as it is, where you are, what you got. And I think those are the best times sometimes to be found. Um, I don't think it's my job to go searching. You know, I think it's just my job to be, just be me, be a good thing worth finding. And, you know, I was like, I got nothing but time. and I'm still young. So people who think that like, they're like in their thirties and like old and washed up. And you're like, mm-hmm. cause everyone's looking for a 22 year old. You're like, that's not the case. <laughs> no, it is not. No, it that's is not. Case. Joy, you're amazing. I can't wait for everyone to hear this podcast. Do you have a, um, a charity that you 
that you would like to give to? I, I was put in the show notes for somebody's Ooh, favorite charity. Charity I'd like to give to, I will say there's a great organization um, called Samaritan's Feet. Mm-hmm. Um, we have volunteered there as a family a few times. They literally put shoes on kids across the globe. Yes. Um, I'm a shoe lover and I can't imagine, Aww. you know, living life, like say, collecting shoes, collecting friends, <laughs> but to pass that along too. It's called Samaritan Feet. Okay, perfect. Joy, you are a joy. Thank you so much. And I will look forward to seeing you again very soon. Very soon. I hope you have the best day ever. Thanks for listening to Love on the Go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.